Over the summer of 2022, rental prices across the UK rose rapidly. We're facing a shortage of affordable homes and historically high levels of rent. Whilst this impacts the population as a whole, it does predominantly disadvantage the younger generation as they pay the highest share of their income on housing out of any age group. Yet despite this, over two-thirds of homes across the UK are underoccupied. How does this make sense? We have the supply of rooms and we have the demand from young renters. What's the need for a crisis? Well, maybe there's a way we can link the two and find a solution. Lodging under the Rent-A-Room scheme. I'm Elisa Anwar, and on this month's podcast, we'll be delving into the benefits of lodging, both financially and socially across the generations, as well as speaking to an expert to hear more about the scheme. So what if we brought back the lodgers? What if? What if? What if? What if? A monthly podcast series in partnership with IF, the Intergenerational Foundation. In 2021, 71% of households in England and Wales were considered to have a spare bedroom. Does this surprise you? Well, think about your childhood bedroom at your parents' house or the childhood bedroom of a friend. Aren't those sitting underoccupied? Almost all of us will know someone who has a room just sitting there. Based on this data, even if 1% of these households rented one or two of their unoccupied rooms, there'd be over 160,000 additional rooms available for rent in England alone. We have the spare rooms and we have the demand for these rooms. Surely we should be utilising this. So what is the rent-a-room scheme and how does it work? Well, it allows households to let a fully furnished room in their only or main residence to a lodger and earn up to £7,500 for an individual tax-free per year. And this changes to £3,750 if more than one person is receiving income from letting out the same accommodation. Those who rent under a rent-a-room scheme are referred to as lodgers and not tenants. Therefore, they don't have all the rights of tenancy, but usually do have access to shared spaces in the household where the room is located. This lack of full tenancy rights should, in theory, lead to lodgers paying less than the extortionate prices currently floating around the rental market at the moment. I'm joined by IF researcher Sylvan Lutz to find out more about the scheme and also talking to him about how we can make it better. Can we explain simply to our listeners what the rent-a-room scheme is and how does it operate? Perfect. So, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a great question. The rent-a-room scheme is essentially a tax benefit for households on income earned from renting out a room in their home. This means that uh, owner-occupiers or tenants who let out a fully furnished room in their only home or main residence to um, what we call a lodger can claim up to £7,500 in rental um, income tax-free um, and that's for one individual. So if, if multiple people are receiving that rental income, uh, the tax-free level is reduced to uh, £3,750 per person per year. And essentially there's hope that, you know, the more rooms that enter this market, the average price of renting a room is going to drop. A- exactly. So the 
Yeah, the goal of, of promoting this policy and, and, and the reason we're promoting it now is because uh, the past few years have seen historic increases in rental prices. Uh, so not only in the, the, the generally hot rental market in London, but across the entire UK. And so um, the rental prices have increased uh, over the last year about 3.8% um, year on year across across the UK. And that's that's quite high. The historical average is 1.7%. So what, what's needed now is to rapidly increase the rental supply across the UK. And, and the crisis, um, the kind of housing crisis is often framed as a housing shortage, but it's equally, or if, if not so more, an under-occupation issue. So in, in 2021, about 71% of, of households in England and Wales were considered to have a spare bedroom. So 38% of households had um, two or more spare bedrooms and 33% and of households had had one spare bedroom. So that's a lot of rooms. That's um, that's between, depending on the estimate, between 15 million and uh, and 25 million um, empty rooms across across um, England and Wales and, and more across the, the UK as a whole. And so uh, even if, if 1% of these households rented out one or two of their unoccupied rooms, there would be over 160,000 additional rooms available in, in the England rental market alone. And uh, and so we think this is a really important uh, step that the government can can kind of quite easily take and encourage to reduce the short term inflationary pressures in the rental market. And it does really help young people because like IF's report shows that young people already spend two thirds of their expenditure on rent. Um, so rent increases, which we've seen massively in the last like five years it's just going to cause more of a financial strain on young people who are already, you know, facing the worst of the energy crisis, the cost of living crisis. So it's definitely a policy that helps the young. Um, but could you maybe talk about why it offers help to the older generation too, hence why it's such a intergenerationally fair policy? Certainly. So the the policy, as you say, um, is really important for young people who are just facing these kind of extraordinary cost increases. And uh, and that the same cost increases also exist for for older generations you know the the energy crisis is not unique to to young people um interest rate increases are uh, hitting mortgage holders especially so this policy can help those people earn extra income um which is which is a huge bonus and it also has kind of important intergenerational well-being impacts uh that i can unpack a bit so the uh, the energy crisis, inflation and interest rate hikes um, are making these kind of large underoccupied homes less affordable. And so another if report has recently showed that um, that these underoccupied homes are causing a, um, per, per, per person energy costs to be over a thousand pounds more a year than kind of properly occupied homes or up to a thousand pounds um in depending on on the size and insulation of the home so this means that uh, by properly occupying a home the kind of per person energy cost can re re be reduced significantly um in addition uh for mortgage holders who are facing these kind of variable rate increases um the highest of course that we've seen since before the uh the financial crisis in 2008 these interest rate increases will um in increase some mortgages from hundreds of thousands of pounds per year than than what they were originally when these homeowners took them on. And so since a lot of homeowners in, in England don't have any savings, about 19%, um, the, these extra uh, income basically from, from the rent-a-room program by taking on a lodger can help reduce that stress. In, in communities where there's large underoccupied homes, we have kind of an outflow of, of young people. So there's no longer young people going to the schools. Maybe the schools start to close down. Um, people aren't shopping on the high streets so much. So by having these kind of more densely occupied communities, 
we we can increase community well-being in general. Um, intergenerational mixing as has been shown to uh, reduce social isolation for both younger and older generations, which ultimately improves mental uh, and, and, and physical health because uh, social isolation, especially for, for older individuals, can lead to kind of uh, lower uh, or increased cognitive decline, reductions in, in physiological well-being increased risk of injury. So there's just kind of a lot of synergies that can come from sharing your space with uh, with a lodger and um, and uh, increasing the, the housing supply, which which benefits the, the country as a whole at the same time. So it kind of helps mortgage holders uh, financially, but also it helps the older generation, I guess, like mentally as well, having a bit of company too. Exactly. Yeah. So so there's these super important co-benefits that uh, that just will will help build stronger communities if, if we uh, Kind of encourage mixing between generations a bit more than than currently happens so it sounds really good but how can we better this rent a room scheme yeah so so that's what what if was looking at and, and what if is arguing for so essentially the goal of of the rent room scheme is to create a rapid and short-term shift in the housing supply curve so the policy already exists um, it's in place right now but we just want to tweak it a little bit and and promote it to make the incentive to produce that extra housing supply for homeowners um, more significant so that hopefully uptake uptake will increase. And so the most important thing to do is to provide an information campaign so that the public knows more and more about this tax benefit. I think um, a lot of people just don't know about the rent room program. So that's part of why if wrote this report. So uh, alongside an information campaign, a few more kind of active policy changes can be made. Um, so in, in 2018, the UK government studied the rent a room scheme and, and found that the, the tax incentive is uh, effective for people to make their spare rooms available for rent. Um, but they haven't changed that incentive since 2000 and, and I think uh, 15. So um, if we were to operate that incentive with inflation, um, we'd be at about 10,000 pounds a year rather than 7,500 pounds. Um, and so so that's one big thing that, that if thinks we should do. And then I think um, we are arguing that we should tie this increase to, um, to CPI inflation going forward so that as prices change um, and as homeowners need more uh, income to cover their mortgages or as rents fluctuate, they can um, get more and more of the benefits of this incentive. Then in, in addition, we think that there's, there's a lot of homes that we talked about earlier that have more than one spare bedroom. We think that, you know, if somebody's going to bring in one lodger, why not two if they're comfortable with one? Um, and so uh, we think that the government should allow for people having two lodgers at the same time to claim double the tax benefits. So if you kind of take in two lodgers for an entire year, then you can claim, um, we're arguing 20,000 pounds tax-free rental income, or as, as it currently sits, it would be 15,000 pounds tax-free income. So so these are just kind of small changes the government can make to uh, to boost the, the incentive and to ultimately significantly increase the UK housing supply, which would reduce um, upward pressure on, on rental inflation across the country. Although the rent-a-room scheme provides a short-term and flexible way to increase the supply of rooms available for rent, it's not a long-term solution to the problem. IF believes it should be implemented along other long-term policies which acknowledge the severity of the housing crisis in order to improve housing for all generations. Fighting for equality amongst current and future generations is something that we should all strive towards and is central to the work of IF. If any of the topics in discussion in this month's podcast have caught your attention, then head over to www.if.org.uk where IF have conducted incredible research into the topic.
or follow the Intergenerational Foundation on Twitter, Facebook, and even Instagram. See you next month. What if? What if? What if? What if? A monthly podcast series in partnership with IF, the Intergenerational Foundation.